Some girls just want to watch a world fun. Jeff Dale's another draft day. Dale's top five has 98. I got just love to some Kevin James. Fucking Kevin James. It's the history of bad. It's bad. It's the history of bad. It's so bad. It's the history of bad ideas. It's the history of bad. Oh, yeah. It's the history of bad. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe, anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun, and remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the History of Bad Ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. Welcome to the History of Bad Ideas, episode number 378. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. I'm the Power Bottom. And I'm the intern. Sorry, sorry. I, I, we had to do a second take on this because I didn't know what outline we were doing because we don't have an outline this week. Jeff, what is it this week? It's wild card, bitches. That's right. Wild card. Bam, bam. Uh, what is wild card, Brian? Wildcard is anything that you want it to be, Jason. Oh. Anything and everything. Okay. There are no rules. I want it to be cheese. I can't help you with that. I can't help you with that. Well, I go to your refrigerator. I bet you have some cheese. I don't think there's anything in Jeff's refrigerator. Do you go grocery? Yeah, my refrigerator? Yeah. No, there's... I think there's mustard. Ooh, what kind? Uh, like regular? Actually, no, no, actually, it wouldn't be mustard. It would be mustard relish. Oh, okay. Okay. I think I have some of that in my fridge, too. Because that's, that's what I use when I make uh, uh, deviled eggs. Mm. When was the last time you made deviled eggs? Uh, when was the last time you had a party? <laughs> Two years ago. <laughs> Well, that's good, Jeff. <laughs> that mustard might not be good. <laughs> dates are just suggestions. <laughs> they only put dates on there so people throw it out and uh, buy new stuff. Uh, okay. J- j- <laughs> Welcome to Food Talk. <laughs> um, Jim, what's in your fridge? Uh, let's see. I have, right now, I have some... Uh, Romaine lettuce. Okay. I have some uh, leftover pizza. Uh, I have ketchup, mustard, some mayonnaise, uh, some beer, uh, some uh, the sparkling ice drinks, um, some salad dressing, uh, cheese. A human head? Uh, uh, No, no, I I sold that. Okay. Um, And then the freezer, there are pizzas, hamburgers, uh, some chicken. Okay. See, that's a normal person's fridge, uh, <laughs> as opposed to Jeff's mustard fridge. I think mine's more normal than yours. Uh, you know what I? You know what I have for my fridge? I just got this. I just noted. I don't know if it came out just this year. Truly, because I do love Truly, strawberry tea. That's hard to do. 
I think those are like brand new. I right, just saw them came out over. like last like two last two weeks. Okay. Okay. Look at that. Uh-huh. I went to the, my local oh, okay. grocery store and they had it, and I was pretty excited. I'm surprised and you if, went into a store. I'm and a, if you haven't heard, April seventeenth uh, at uh, the Fulling place and. Whatever the name of the place is in Oakley, mm-hmm. they're having the first ever Seltzer Fest. Really? Yes. Okay. I like a good Sponsored Seltzer. Sponsored by Cooley. Mm-hmm. Your vaccination guess, by then. I guess it makes sense. They have like three different stages, and they're going to have social social distancing. Mm-hmm. But I think it makes sense that they're having it in Cincinnati. That's tr- sponsored by Truly, because that's pretty much where Truly's made. <laughs> um. The interesting part is that it is social distancing, but they to drink you have to drink out of a trough of seltzer. So I'm not <laughs> sure if that's safe, but they said it should be okay by then. So well, they 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 give they give you like uh, cups to dip out of the oh, okay. trough. We'll be and, fine then. Well, again, the problem is you have to turn it in at, when you leave, and they just immediately give it to somebody else. <laughs> Not even rinse it. And, they don't even rinse it. <laughs> and the problem is the troughs are the the old style urinals that you'll see in old oh. buildings. Oh. oh, nobody wants that. Uh, <laughs> it's not bad though. This one is strawberry tea. I also got another one over here that's lemon tea. Lemon tea. I wanted to try the peach one. Uh, my wife liked it. Uh, I've not tried grandma's the peach, peach one yet. tea. <laughs> they also have raspberry, and the raspberry mm. was okay. Not my favorite. Uh, strawberry tea is pretty damn good, though. It's the first time I tasted it. So, does it taste like tea? Yeah, the lemon tea, ass. The lemon tea tastes very similar to regular iced tea with lemon. Like it tastes, you don't even notice it's alcohol. But with sparkling water, like, like it's got uh, the bubbles and whatnot, right? Like, yeah. tea doesn't tea doesn't normally have carbonation. C- in correct, it. but it tastes okay. like it. You know what, Jeff? Go back to your mustard. I'm tired of you already. Tired. I don't even like mustard. <laughs> you just I think that's why it's in the fridge, because <laughs> I use it like that one time and never use it after that. Maybe maybe number one fan Doug is right. Man, these uh, these uh, wild card episodes are all over the place. They're not good. This is what we'd be talking about anyway. We're still in the introduction. Come that's on. True. <laughs> uh, Blake is not here this week. Because much like my four-year-old, he can't adjust to the time time change, so he's napping. Um, you know, four-year-old, fifty-two-year-old man. I get it; it's fine. Um, pretty much the same. Uh, but yeah, so there you go. We're, we have no outline this week, um, and uh, so we get to talk about anything we want. There's no rhyme or reason. I'm sure we're going to get hate mail from number one fan Doug for not reading his listener feedback this week. We apologize. So I've already got I've got Doug's. Uh, responses uh, oh. pulled up, uh, ready to go. Whenever you guys want to talk about them. Okay, so we can do this because we did ask for uh, listener feedback in terms of what do you want us to talk about. Uh, since it's a wild card episode, we kind of turned it yeah. over to them. Uh, go ahead, Brian. Start us off with Doug. What he? What has he got? All right, out of the gate, Doug says, uh, "How about this one?" Jason will not let the crew back in the studio, but every Saturday he posts pictures of himself working out uh, maskless on Facebook. What? At, in a in a gym. In yeah, in a gym. Okay, first off, I don't I don't post those. I get tagged from the <laughs> from the boot camp. Uh, but but so you're there then. 
I, I don't know. I, I, or where are we really, Jim? <laughs> it's a very deep conversation there. Uh, yes, I am uh, there. Yes, I am. I, I have, I've notified the appropriate persons, and an investigation is underway. Okay. Way to go, intern. Uh, to be fair, about 80% of the people in the class, there's only like 10 to 12 of us, uh, are vaccinated already. Uh, I think almost all of them, except me. <laughs> Which I guess isn't good for me, but for them it's good. Uh, <laughs> um, and everybody's spaced out enough, so. But yes, uh, uh, that is a Saturday. I do. Yeah. Shut up. Anyways. <laughs> uh, let's see here. And Doug also uh, is not too fond of the wild card episodes. He says, talk about how awful the wild card episodes are. You have the best intern in the business, and you won't let him do his job of setting up an outline. The reason for that is, I'll be I'll be honest, uh, intern Brian, the best intern in the business. Brian, you did you were busy this weekend, not being an asshole. So that is true. You were donating your time and energy to help flood victims. So in Kentucky. Um, so I decided to give you the day off. So that's why we're having the wild card episode. Uh, hey. It doesn't happen often. That. Yeah, and it doesn't happen often. Like, if most of the time we're all assholes, but when we're not, you deserve a day off. So Jeff hasn't had a day off in six years. But nope. how was your day off yesterday, Jason? I was. I wasn't an asshole. No, but you, you didn't go to work. You didn't work yesterday. Yeah, I did. Oh, I just assumed that's why the outline wasn't done this week because you weren't at work. No, no, no. I, I, <laughs> I was actually at work. Yeah, it was just. Oh. You know, intern Brian was not being an asshole. He got a day off. Congratulations, Brian! Congratulations. I thought it was because you weren't there to look over Brian's shoulder the whole time. What you doing over there, Brian? What you doing? To be fair, I don't always just look over Brian's shoulder. I massage his shoulders too, so it's. It's, it's in a non creepy yeah. way. Yeah, in a non Biden way. So that's, that's a whole that's a whole other investigation that's <laughs> been opened. <laughs> I, I'm just saying that um, it, it's not creepy, at least for me. That's what Cuomo's defense is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> His book's got to be out any time now. Oh, does he have a new book coming out? Yeah. Yeah, like just like his uh, his covid book came out in the middle of covid about how good he handled it. So his book on how well to handle sexual assault ac- accusations and how well to handle them should be coming out soon. Jim, you're a big reader. I, I love I love Cuomo's pickup line though. Oh, Can God. you f- help me figure out how to open the uh, notes on my iPhone? Is that what he, he said? Actually, you was doing that to some of the girls. Yeah, two of them had the oh. exact same. You asked wow. the exact same thing to two of them. Oh God! The, the late night comedians had a field day with it. Oh, God. nothing says nothing says like a uh, sexy old man like I don't know how to work my phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! What the fuck is wrong with this country? I don't get it. There's a lot wrong with this country. Oh, jeez, <sighs> I, I Jim, you're in charge of reading Cuomo's book. You're a big reader. Come on, dear God. <laughs> I'll give you a short. Uh, I'll, I'll read it if you watch Jessica Jones. I did. Oh, the whole run of Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. Oh, okay. Well, uh, that's a tough call. That's a tough call. Um, it it really see. shouldn't be, though. That's the sad thing. Yeah, it, it was really good. Um, 
Do we got anything else from uh, Doug? Anything else? Uh, we let's see. Uh, we don't have anything else from Doug, but we do have. Let's see here. Uh, Kevin at mm-hmm. Cincy Explorer mm-hmm. wanted to know why Avatar is such a divisive movie and why it will never be superior to Endgame. Well, it's a divisive movie because a lot of people actually said it was good. And then a lot of people said it was bad. And right, that's why it was divisive. More people well, have said it's definition bad. divisive, Jeff. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I didn't ask for you why define live forever. I asked you why you wanted to, not what define it. Well, we're not only an entertainment podcast, we're an educational podcast too. <laughs> and why is it divisive? Because everyone it's a piece of shit movie. Come on, let's be honest. <laughs> It is. Have you actually watched it? Uh, I've seen like an hour. I feel like that's, that's good enough. Five, no. <laughs> What'd you say? I have watched it. It's not a good movie. What'd you say, Jim? That's what I've seen of it. Okay. Uh, speaking of crappy films, um, I got to, uh, I don't know if it's a pleasure, but I got to watch The Passion of the Christ this week with Stephen Izzy. Not in the same room and not together. But anyways, uh, for their podcast, Everything I Learned from Movies, uh, Jeff, um, that was not a good movie. <laughs> and I remember watching it twice with you, the edited version and the unedited version when you worked at the movie theater. Yeah. It's worse the third time seeing it. Like, <laughs> it was bad. Well, at least the second time they, they like, got out of, took out some of the gore. Oh, because it, it was, a, there was an eight minute scene of just whipping. And I'm like, Yep. How many, really? how many times was he whipped? Over 270. <laughs> so, so to be fair, we both, Stephen Izzy and I both all admitted that we did speed mode some of it at one and a half speed. <laughs> so, because, <laughs> at a certain point, I was just done. Oh, my God. And I haven't seen but, it since I watched it with you, Jeff. And it's, oh, Nelly, it's bad. The n- number one question is, how is the character development? Awful. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> I mean, do they let us know why we should care for this character? <laughs> that is true. There was not much background about Jesus. I don't know who he is. You didn't give me a backstory. He just had these guys following him. I don't get it. It's just a guy that got whipped 270 times <laughs> for no apparent reason because they didn't give us the reason. Um, so um, what was his passion Tostitos. Really odd. I never thought that. He really likes Tostitos. Um, Coal Ranch Doritos, too. He really likes Coal Ranch Doritos. Uh, Actually, to be honest, his his passion was making high high tables and chairs. Uh, He he created the high table (laughs) for people to sit at. Um, He did. It was in the in the movie. Uh, Jeff, you'll be proud. I thought it might have been fishing. No, not really. The fish just came to him. It was kind of odd. They just jumped out of the water to him. Wasn't much skill. Um, Jeff, you'll be proud on the uh, everything I learned from movies, which will be out in April. Uh, that episode, uh, we did spend about ten minutes talking about the high table and the functions of it. <laughs> and you, you told us that last week. Did I? Oh, I wasn't on Izzy's show last week. I just watched it last week. So, oh well, maybe no, no. you talked my about comment the high last table week. List. My comment last week was that the Passion of the Christ spent ten minutes on it. I'm telling you, oh, we spent you ten would... minutes on it in the podcast. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Sorry. So now I understand. 
Uh, I think Doctor Number One has a good one too. Did you see that, Brian? Uh, I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We uh, let's see. He wanted us to do uh, Face Off, mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch versus Luke Skywalker. Ooh, Jim, what do you think? On who would win in a fight? Yeah. Oh, it depends which Luke Skywalker, because if Scarlet Witch gets there early enough and he's just being a whiny little bitch on Tatooine, <laughs> she could crush him. <laughs> but if you get to like the uh, Vader, like the uh, Luke Skywalker from uh, like, especially like the Mandalorian when he's at the height of his power, mm-hmm. uh, that'd be that'd be that'd be tough to beat. I suppose we're picking them both at the height of their power, or at mm-hmm. least because, like, yeah, if you hit Scarlet it's, Witch, Scarlet Witch found a way to go back in time. Uh, oh. oh, good point. They would never meet up because Luke Skywalker happened a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. But she has the ability to do so. Whether she harnesses it yet or not remains to be seen. I, I think it depends on where they're fighting, too. I think that's a big thing. Um, you know, if if she's on Tatooine, I think I give the I give the edge to uh, Luke. She's not uh, used to the sand because it gets everywhere. And I think she oh, I hate heat. that. And the heat. I think the heat. And to be honest, the two moons would probably screw her up. Like she would see the moon. Two suns. Suns. Two sorry, suns. whatever. Um, the two suns. So I would give it to Luke on that one. If it's like in West, what is it, Westview or wherever it's at? Uh, Westview. Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Scarlet Witch because that's home territory and she can pretty much do manipulate anything around. Yeah, her. She, she she would just put, uh, you know, runes on her hexes and, and he wouldn't be able to use his powers. Yeah, I agree. That's how the force works, right? Yeah, I think so. She could manipulate the media quarries, quarries or whatever it is. Oh, there you go. Oh, I think I have to put it to the Scarlet Red Witch then. I think so too. If she, if she can uh, manipulate the Midichlorians, he might not get access to the Force ever again. Yep, I agree. I agree. Brian, what's your call? Uh, I'm going to say, uh, well, <laughs> it depends on where it's at as well. Uh, if you put them in a neutral site like a CVS parking lot, <laughs> I'll probably say Scarlet Witch. I was going to say Center Ice in the Igloo in Pittsburgh. <laughs> They would just keep falling. <laughs> well, if that's the case, Jean-Claude Van Damme's going to win. I've seen sudden death. He's going to win that fight every day. And Yamir Yager's going to get the game-winning or game-tying goal with zero seconds left. What if it's at the 50-yard line of uh, Heinz Field? Then does Bane win? Yes. <laughs> I'm still mad at that asshole for not killing Heinz Ward. <laughs> I am Bane. We ask one thing of you, Bane, just one thing. But no. Typical Heinz Ward, though, after the whole Bane blew up the whole stadium and killed everyone, he just walked off the field. He didn't give a shit. He just looked back. Eh, they're dead. Moving on. Fucking Heinz that, Ward. I scored a touchdown. Yeah. Does that count in my stats? Does it count in my stats? I'm the best receiver ever. Just ask me. On Heinz Ward. Does it count on Does it count on the stats if uh, the defense got sucked into a pit below the field? Yeah, Bengals defense. I guess it depends been. on if they count if they uh, actually count it as an official game. Oh, well, that's true. Probably not. It's the first play of the game, so I'm guessing it didn't go long enough. Yeah, they probably didn't have enough. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like the baseball where after five <laughs> innings it's an official game if it rains. 
<laughs> Unless they kept the clock going. Then, then it could have been. Oh, yeah. The clock just kept running and running. Yeah. There was nobody to call timeout. Heinz so. Ward kicked it to the other team. Nobody's there. Fuck you. I want my touchdown. <laughs> I'm playing. Hey, look. There's Johnny Manziel. He's coming out. It's okay. Good old Johnny. <sighs> uh, what else we got? Anything else? Uh, Doctor number one also wants to know uh, what are your thoughts on President Biden not holding any press conferences? Uh, What is he hiding? He thinks it may be wizard people. Wizard or lizard? Lizard. Lizard people. The lizard Um, people, yes. I wanted it to be wizard people. (laughs) Biden's ordered to be a wizard. What he's actually hiding is he's not healthy enough, and if and he is just a puppet for the Democratic Party, and they're just waiting, giving it time before they can put in Kamala Harris. Okay, down the hall, down the hall, down the hall. <laughs> what is this? Is he like a Statler and Waldorf from uh, from Muppets? <laughs> That's well, see, it doesn't matter because he's just on the soundstage, Hollywood soundstage. Anyway, he's not in the White House. <laughs> yes. Yes, it's he's on a movie set. That's not even the real White House, guys. I saw several videos on TikTok of people telling me that that exact fact. So if you can solve this case in 10 seconds on TikTok, Brian, you got it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So 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 did he never go to the White House? He just sent his dogs there to bite Secret Service members. (laughs) Their dogs are in uh, uh, his home now. Yeah, they're they're back. Oh, now they are. Yeah, they got moved from the White House because Major was a uh, was a biter. (laughs) But they're getting a cat to to take the dog's place at the White House. Oh, that's because they want to have a pet. Ugh. So they're they're uh, they're adopting a cat. Ugh. I hear guinea pigs make good pets. Is it going to be one of those tigers from Tiger King? <laughs> oh, well, Joe said that he'd send him one only if he got a pardon. <laughs> uh, I don't know about you, but with my stimulus money, I'm fucking getting these cats. <laughs> I can get a couple. I'm pretty excited. Pretty excited about it. Only three thousand dollars. You're just thrilled because you've got dependents who get even more money. Hell yeah, I do. Hell yeah. I think it goes in you tomorrow. Could. I think so. Some have already gone in, so I don't know. Yeah, I think they've gone in, but you can't withdraw yet, I think is part of it. I think it's just like a whole... How can I not withdraw mo- money that they're giving me to spend? If How can I spend it if I can't take it? Jeez. It's going to be like Black Friday at 12.01 a.m. today. Everyone's going to be at the ATMs lining up going to Walmart to buy a foosball table or something. I got my 80-inch TV from Dynex. I think that's Scientologist. Well, due to the ineptitude of the uh, Internal Revenue Service, it currently looks like I will be getting my third stimulus in 2022. All right. (laughs) Have you gotten your second one yet? Nope. Have you, have you gotten your uh, taxes uh, from 2019 actually uh, processed yet? They have not been processed. <laughs> uh, last I heard, they were only up until uh, they are just starting to open up mail, the process returns that were mailed in. Uh, they're, they're backdated to June of 2020. Well, you can't say they're not efficient. 
I mean, they're doing it by hand. I, I think you can say that. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. Did, did you send in your uh, resume to work for them? Uh, I, I did not. Okay. Um, well, they never got back to me to ask when I asked if I could process my own return. So, I mean, if, if they're going to hire me, then I'm going to work on my own first. It's only fair. I feel like that. I don't know. I suppose I should ask a friend of mine who works for the IRS what's up. Yeah. Tell, I just tell him I like my money. Are you getting money back don't, from don't, 2019? Don't yes. talk to Rod Dodge, Jeff. Oh, that wasn't who I was going to talk to. I said a friend. Oh, okay. But supposedly, because uh, it's taking the IRS so much like so long and they're so backlogged there. They said that they're supposed to be adding additional money to 2019 returns. Well, damn straight. I mean, if they penalize you for paying late, you should be able to penalize them for paying late. It's not money. It's IOUs. They're giving you lots of IOUs. Oh, it's just as good as money though. That's true. That's true. Especially at the Hobie gift shop. I mean, we got tons of fun stuff to buy. We got Zima pops. What's that? Plenty of Funko Pops. Yes. I've got a Riverdale <laughs> one for sale. No, you do not have a Riverdale one. I want to Does I show our ch- I didn't even think I should have brought that to you when I stormed ah. your uh, your castle trying to get Jim's chair back I last got, week. I could have stroked his abs now. Damn it. God. That's my fault. Does the Funko Pop actually show his abs? Oh, it will. I have a Sharpie. I'll, I'll fill them in. Uh, let's see here. Anything else we got, or are we good now for listeners? Um, we had oh, we had uh, Stork mm-hmm. uh, uh, asked if Hobie could start a GoFundMe for Nicolas Cage so he doesn't have to keep putting out trash movies every other month. We probably could. But I don't think we want to. Could someone make him National Treasure Three? Can somebody just throw that in there? Just give him that. So, so he'll be too long, too busy making National Treasure Three to make six crappy little movies. Yeah, just make yeah. one big crappy movie. Yeah, I was on Besotted uh, Besotted Geeks uh, podcast this past week too. Yeah, look at that. You're doing the rounds. Uh, Brad and I also reviewed a YouTube video on our History of Bad Ideas YouTube page. Uh, Sky Sharks. It's also on the Cinema Guys podcast YouTube page. Uh, Sky Sharks. Nazis and flying sharks. Nothing better. Nazi zombies and flying sharks. Nazi zombies? Yes. Lots of sharks weren't zombies. Uh, I did appreciate it. Lots of blood. Lots of nudity. uh, And flying sharks. What more can you want? Anything but blood and flying sharks? Nudity. Nudity. I'll take the nudity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't need blood and flying sharks along with the nudity. And Jeff, you're on a podcast this week. Well, I will be recording yes. uh, for uh, everything I learned from movies. Yes, we are. We are going to be doing a uh, drafting devil movies. Oh, like characters in them, or are you drafting the movies themselves? We're drafting the movies themselves, which which took a second for me to realize that that's what we were doing. Mm-hmm. But yes, so I so now I got to say, oh. I have to find five devil movies I've actually seen. Be dazzled. The Devil Wears Prada. Oh. Ooh, I like The Devil Wears Prada. I'll Bedazzled. throw that in there. Be dazzled. Yeah. yeah. No. Constantine. 
Well, yeah. I, Devil's said, advocate. I, have to, I, I have to see these. I watched Constantine last week. I didn't. <laughs> is that I on HBO now? It is on HBO Max. Yeah, I thought I remember so, seeing that when I was scrolling through. So the question is, do I just pick devil movies that Nick Cage had something to do with? Oh. <laughs> you know, like like uh, Two Ghost Riders, uh, Drive Angry. I mean, these are Nick Cage devil movies. Left uh, Behind. He had uh, one movie that had devil in the title, uh, although I don't think he uh, – the devil was actually in the movie. Still counts. Still but, counts. Uh, so, so do I just go the Nick Cage route? Mm-hmm. So it's movies, not television shows? I'm pretty sure it's movies because their podcast is everything I learned from movies, not everything I learned from television. Ouch. Jeff bringing you the can't, you, can't put, you can't put Lucifer on there? <laughs> The Lucifer show? No, no, I don't think because I can. Because that's a television show, Jim. <laughs> Jeff <laughs> just explained it to you, damn it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, well, well, Justified had a character named Devil for for like two seasons. Ooh, that's a good point. Hmm. He's the same guy. It's the same guy who play, he was in Friday Night Lights who played uh, uh, what's his name the. Quad rugby player. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Herc. Herc, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not her. That's right. How about Exorcist? Exorcist. The Exorcist. Could three. go on my list. Exorcist three. Well, no, that can't go on my list because I haven't seen that one. I think the first one or the uh, the dead like the prequel one. Uh, we got. Um, let's see here. Uh, I'm looking for you, Jeff. Um, Goat Story. It's a cartoon. (laughs) I put devil movies in. Stay Tuned with John Ritter. Remember that one? No. Oh, yeah. That was not good. Uh, We got Devil's Advocate. (gasps) Devil's Advocate. Big fan of that one. Oh, yeah. So I need to watch The Devil's Advocate is what you're saying? Yeah, and you can take a... Take a drink every time Keanu Reeves' uh, accent goes in and out. You would be drunk by, like, hour one. I think the first hour. Oh. Yeah. The imaginary yeah. of Dr. Parnassus is a devil character in that. Yeah, I, I noticed that when I looked up devil movies. Like I said, I I, I, I want to pick movies I've seen. Little Nicky? No. <laughs> <laughs> I will not pick Little Nicky. Come on. Come Popeye's on. Chicken's the shiznit, though. That was Keepers a, Creepers 2. Is that a devil or just a demon? Because he did specifically say not demons, but uh, devil. How about Repossessed? Yeah, so I don't know. Was it Leslie Nielsen and Linda Blair? Oh, just saying. I'm, I'm giving yeah, you yeah, ones here. Running with the Devil. That's the Nick Cage movie with devil in the title. So, so that would count. Uh, okay. Uh, the Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, Jim threw that one out. How about no, the, I didn't how, hear that. Sorry. How about the, how about Needful Things? Oh, that's a good needful one. Things. That's a good yes. movie. Leland got pretty much Gaunt is pretty much the devil, and he makes and people make agreements with him. So, um, how about how about the movie Devil from M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong about the elevator? I mean, that that might be on my list. I'm just saying. Uh, there's oh another, God, oh, oh God, you devil. 
Oh, oh yeah, I'm putting that on my list now because George Burns is the best. Is he? What do you mean? Oh, he was because he's no longer with us. But uh, the Omen movies. That's uh, the Omen. The Omen Two. Damien. Yeah. <laughs> I was going what, to... The remake of the Omen. No, I should just put five Omen movies on my list, right? You should. That's all you should pick. That's all you should pick. Dr. Faustus. Uh, could, yeah, if we can go back what, to the 20s, is that when the original Dr. Faustus movie was? Uh, I think the original, they also had the remake in 67. Did you guys say Rosemary's Baby? We did not yet, but that is that is one I've seen, so it could potentially oh, be on my list. Johnny Depp, The Ninth Gate. That was a good one. I haven't seen that one either. Okay. Uh, you could, put, you could uh, use Airborne. Was there a devil in Airborne? <laughs> Devil's Backbone. Oh, oh the street they rode man. on. Nice. I like it. I like it. Ooh. How about uh, end of uh, find... for, for Brian, End of Days with Schwarzenegger? That, that's one that could potentially be on my list. I got one for you. Oh, brother, where art thou? Oh. Uh, you forgot Legend. I hope the guys I'm going to get start listening to this. You forgot Legend. <laughs> Legend. I, I didn't forget Legend. You sure? I mean, I know it's Tim Curry and all, but uh, still Legend. Devil in a blue dress. Is that Denzel? Okay. Denzel, uh, Don Cheadle, Tom Sizemore. Oh. <laughs> Tom Sizemore. Uh, Jennifer Beals. Okay. Ooh, she's a maniac. Okay, so let's get to this. If we didn't get to any right. other listeners on their request this week, we'll get to them next week uh, on our listener well, feedback. I still, have, uh, I still haven't suggested the Ralph Macchio legendary movie Crossroads. Crossroads, yeah. I <laughs> I saw that one. I didn't want to have to go Crossroads. The only Crossroads <laughs> I know is with Britney Spears. I don't know the other one. Well, the Ralph Macchio one's better. but I like the Crossroads on uh, country okay. music television, CMT. They do oh, like mashups with like two different artists. Those are good crossroads. At the crossroads, I, crossroads. I will say, uh, uh, oh crap, I forgot her name. Gamora. Uh, um, yes, I know who you're talking the actress about. Actress who plays Gamora. Katie uh, Blackburn. What? <laughs> Kelly. What's her name? Anyways, moving on. <laughs> well, wow, you're, you're wrong completely. Um, I. Uh, Z- Zoe Saldano. Uh, thank you, Zoe Saldano. Zoe Saldano. Yeah, yeah. Jake, you were uh, so close. It was on the tip of your tongue. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Wasn't she, didn't she like get like her first big break in the the Crossroads movie with uh, Britney Spears? Uh, Britney Spears. I, I don't know. I just remember <laughs> that movie was so bad, and I had to watch it. <laughs> Bastards. Oh, Unless I'm mistaken, I thought she was one of uh, Britney's friends or whatever. I just know that Britney Spears got like in, down into her bra and panties in it. And I think she just turned 18 or 19 at the point, or maybe 19. <laughs> and it was still just like, Ugh, I guy. think she was a little older than you were thinking. I don't know. Maybe she was 20, yeah. 21, but it still was a little creepy. Like, oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah, but, Zoe Saldana uh, played Kit. And oh. Taryn Manning played Mimi. Oh. I knew Taryn Manning was in it. 
And Dan Aykroyd played Pete. Oh, Pete. What a great character. I, I wanted a prequel to Pete, but they never gave it to us. Damn. <laughs> uh, oh, guys, uh, I got some breaking news here. What's that? Uh, it says that uh, Garth Brooks will be resurrecting Chris Gaines huh, for a new this. album. Hmm. Sure. <laughs> I don't hate it, but eh, whatever. Same. Uh, you know, Garth is still trying to get a concert, a stadium concert going in May. Still trying. Still trying. I don't, I mean, if we can do Seltzer Festival in April, why can't we go see Garth in May? Seltzer Festival with a trough. I guess, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Um, I don't know. I would love to see Garth again. Just don't think I'm doing that. So they've been, they were saying in the U.S. that they think the music concerts will be coming back in October, September and October. Oh, that late? Yeah. They said just they were looking. Well, that was that was like three, four weeks ago when they were hoping, you know, like everybody would have it by, you know, August or so, July or August. So I've seen quite a few bands putting out like rescheduled shows like in in the summer. So Mm -hmm. and I know like uh, the old like uh, what is it used to be Annie's down on Kellogg. It's now like Riverfront Live or something. Mm-hmm. They've got like thirty concerts lined up that are already going on. The bar right down the street from me, the music venue, has been doing concerts since like I don't know last year. Yeah, <laughs> they've been going on them, Blue so. Note. Yeah, <laughs> they just yeah. Been, right, send them out. Def Leppard cover bands, you know everything. They got them, but they don't have Fozzy with Chris Jericho. They had to cancel that oh. one. I know. That's like the one I was going to. Well, that and didn't also wasn't Jeff Tate supposed to be coming in there, too? Yes, Jeff Tate was supposed to. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know who that is. What's his name? <laughs> you know him. Is he he's like. The, the former. Who? He's the former uh, lead singer of Queensryche. Oh, okay. okay. Is he uh, gone coffee house now or is he still rocking it? Uh, he thinks he's rocking it. Mm hmm. I didn't know if he went like the Mark Wahlberg and Rockstar way, like, you know, from no, Hard Rock. No, no, he didn't do that. What a great movie. I actually do like Rockstar. I, I enjoy it. I, I enjoy that movie. I don't know why, but I do. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, it's Wild Card, I think it's I'm sorry. Wild Card. I, was just, I just think that movie, uh, I think I like that movie because it's got, like, the, the great music by was it Steel Dragon. Steel Dragon. Uh, it was just enjoyable. It's lighthearted. You can watch it. Kind of, it was a good movie. Yeah. I mean, even made Jennifer Aniston tolerable. So, I mean, I guess that's not bad. Um, fucking Jennifer Aniston. Um, so, for Wildcard Week, I mm-hmm. think we're doing our top five favorite Jennifer Aniston roles. You can. Everybody's got their own top five today, bitches. No, no. We're all doing our top five favorite Jennifer Aniston rules. You're doing something different. That's fine. I actually had wrestling just to piss off Blake, and I'm now pissed off that he's not here. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you should save it for next week. Just start doing it totally different, like Smurfs. Oh, my goodness. Um, can I start, though? I do have one. I, 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 well, you know what, Jim? Jim, you, you kind of get shafted on here. Why don't you go? Why don't you go? What? What do I want to talk about first? Yeah, what do you got? Or- um, I did watch uh, uh, the show, the third season. I didn't even realize it was a uh, series, like a 
kind of like a anthrop- like kind of like American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. I started watching The Sinner. Oh, uh, that is uh, that is in our Netflix queue. Yes, and I started on season three because I looked and it had uh, uh, Lone Star himself and uh, starring in it along with uh, Matt Bomer. Mm. So I watched season three, and it's actually it's it's really good. So, so is each season different, like American Horror Story? Yes. Okay. What's the premise of it? Like, you don't have to tell me premise of season three, but like, what is the the overall theme like? It's it's kind of a uh, a a, a cop uh, uh, like a procedural show. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do they have the same characters in each season or different ones? I don't know. I've only watched season three. Gotcha. <laughs> so that's what I was going to say. I believe the first season has Jessica Biel in it. Mm-hmm. Jessica Biel is the producer for the entire show, so she, and she was in the first season. Yeah. Um, but I don't remember who was in the second season. Do you? So is it kind of like True Detective? Like different things each each yeah. season, but it's a cop based thing. So it's. Well, I, I know season it, three is. Um, season, I'm not sure. I can. So the, the tagline is an anthology series that examines how and why ordinary people commit brutal crimes. Ah. Do you do you guys like anthology series for shows, or do you like do. the old school version of just like regular series? I, I like the anthologies. Like I like how like True Detective is is different and. Um, What's the other one that we just Fargo. watched? Fargo. That's another. Yeah, we watched another anthology just recently that was. It's pretty good. I can't remember. I watched two seasons of American Horror Story, and I like that I can jump in on season twelve or whatever, and I'm okay. Like it has enough Easter eggs for people in the prior ep- seasons, like that have been with it from the beginning. But then it's like its own standalone. I do, I do like those. I, I think it's easier for people to jump in and out, and I think their viewership can reflect that too. Sometimes that people can be excited about it and not have to be sitting through twelve seasons of it. It all depends on which seasons Lady Gaga is in. She in it? Lady she Gaga. was in American Horror Story. Mm. Did not know that. I know Kathy Bates for was. One- Hotel, I think uh, Gaga was in the hotel season. I just finished. Um, I watched the one this past season, the camp, the camp one. That was kind of enjoyable. Like the first five episodes, I'm like, I don't know where this is going. And then once they revealed where it was going, I was like, oh, okay, I, I enjoyed it then a lot more. Jim, do you like the anthology series more? I do like it, and uh, and, and well, I like them both because you can tell a different type of story. So I'm, I'm good with both. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in the center, it looks like Bill Pullman is in uh, all the seasons. Oh, okay. Okay. Little <clears throat> Bill. Don't let them bury me. I'm not dead. Um, Bill Pullman's best line. What's that from? A Serpent in the Rainbow. Oh, Stephen King, right? No. Isn't it? I Dean don't think Coons? so. Dean Coons. I, that I don't know. Dean Coons. Sorry. My bad. Now you're going to make me look that up. Hell yeah. I'm already looking it up. <laughs> okay, so Jim's got that. Jim, um, Can we talk about um, the Uber rider from... Craven. Serpent the Rainbow's Wes Craven. Story uh-huh. by Wade Davis. 
Okay. Um, can we talk about the Uber rider from hell? Have you guys seen this? She turned herself. The three girls? Yeah. I have not. Arnie, this is from Vice. Arnie Kamiya, 24, is caught on video coughing on her driver and pulling off his mask in San Francisco last week. It was an Uber driver. The Uber rider from hell was caught. Uh, let's see. She attacked uh, her Uber driver, uh, Subharka Kadaka, I think. He's from uh, Nepal. On March 7th, after he asked her to wear a mask, uh, she she basically has been at large for the last week. They've been looking for her. She, uh, damn straight. I'd be pressing charges. She communicated through attorneys that she intended to turn herself into San Francisco police on March 11th, and finally it happened. She's facing charges of battery of a transit employee, first-degree robbery, and conspiracy to commit a crime, in addition to breaking COVID mandates. Uh, let's see here. In total, she's facing up to 20 years in prison. Wow. The charge of battery of a transit employee comes with a one year in prison and up to $10,000. First degree robbery is three to nine years. And a conspiracy to commit a crime holds a potential of one year. Uh, that's not Was the robbery was when they tried to steal his phone or whatever because he was recording it? So here's the interesting think- thing. They haven't explained why there's a theft yet. So... I don't, they haven't, the police said that they haven't explained the robbery yet part of it. I'm guessing, I just remember them like trying to grab his phone from him. I'm guessing that's it. I'm guessing that's it. Um, but they, they said they won't talk. They haven't announced it yet. Uh, she, her bond set that's 75,000. In dash cam footage of the incident, she's seen hitting and attacking him after he asked her and two other passengers to wear their mask. She then coughs on him, tries to take his phone, calls him the N word. And yells, fuck the masks. Another passenger in the car, Malaysia King, 24, begins to violently cough on him and yells, and I got corona in the video footage. Uh, She was arrested. Thankfully, that lady was arrested in Las Vegas on March 9th. This is the best part. After she was caught using a fake ID to try to access access a bank account in a local Bank of America. (laughs) Yeah, she's getting fraud charges on her. (laughs) Good. Um, the best part. I hate people. No, no. Here you go. She, (laughs) Kamira, the one that's been on her on the run for seven days. She tries a day after the video of the attack went viral. She went on Instagram live wearing a pink bra and underwear and tried to explain her side of the story. (laughs) To to not apologize. (laughs) She didn't apologize and justified her action by saying that seventy five percent of the people she knows will have acted the same way. Uh, she also implied the driver got off easy. He's lucky as hell I ain't have nothing on me, because if we would have played with me, bro, it would have been a whole different story, she says. Yeah. Wow. This isn't the first time uh, Kamira has exhibited reckless behavior. A video surfaced of the woman recording herself going 122 miles an hour with one hand on the wheel in a car and the other holding a phone. At times, she looks to the side of looks to the side or at her mirror, and saying, this shit is getting too colossal after hitting top speed. <sighs> I hate people. <laughs> They're the worst, man. <laughs> I, I just don't have words. I like how she justified herself in a bra and panties video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seems legit. And I like that her she's, friend got she's gotta keep up. She's got to keep up those uh, influencer... Uh, <laughs> Points. <laughs> Got to keep keep racking up uh, hours on uh, on Instagram. I don't get it. I just don't get it. 
I'm like, Jesus. Did the third person, I never watched the whole video. Did the third person ever do anything? She might be the most innocent one. Yeah, I don't really think she, she's just kind of there. Like, she doesn't really do anything, but she's not wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. She's just kind of, like, she doesn't, I don't think she actually, like, gets, like, too involved. Well, I think Uber's policy, correct me if I'm wrong, I thought Uber's policy was that you have to wear a mask in the vehicle. That, that, yeah, is, it is. that is the, it is. is it Jim? It is. Okay. So again, but again, it goes, it, but it, again, if you're, if your driver doesn't care and you don't care, then it's not bad, but pretty much most of the drivers have been wearing masks and making people wear them. So, yeah, yeah, I'm not saying if the driver, if you get in, the driver says he doesn't care, that's fine. I'm just saying that if he gets, you get in, the driver says, Hey, put your mask on. It's my vehicle. Fucking put your mask on. Not only is it Uber's role, it's their role. So, oh my God. She seems like a delight. She seems sweet. No, 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 she she doesn't. She threatened to sue Uber and said she likes Lyft anyway, but she has been banned from both Uber and Lyft. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I hate people. I just hate So, uh, Jeff, you got anything this week? Um, I suppose we could talk about, uh, I, I, I hosted the uh, game of, uh, blood on the clock tower this past weekend. Explain what this is. Jason, Jason took play, poor, uh, poor, ah, I can't speak now. Jason, uh, thank you. But yeah, um, it is a, uh, a social deduction hidden role game. Uh, if people are familiar with the game Vamp, or I'm sorry, Werewolf, it, it's similar to that, but uh, there's no player elimination, so it's much, much, much better. But uh, and it works great on uh, Zoom because people can break out into other rooms and like have their talk behind your back, and you don't have to do the everybody close your eyes type stuff. You just say everybody go to your rooms, and then now the storyteller will go visit them individually if they need to give them information or something during the night phase of the game. So there's so, night phases, and you have to figure out who the demon yeah. is. The imp? Is that what it is? The demon? Yeah. The imp? Yeah. Yeah. The demon. Uh, the, this one was an imp. They've got a bunch of different uh, uh, stories that they have, or whatever, uh, that have different types of powers. But uh, this is we played the the basic one, and the, the demon is the imp. Uh, but uh, yeah, my, my wife played. Imp is. My wife played even over Zoom. Yes, uh, we both had to go to opposite rooms. Um, I had to sleep on the couch that yeah. night because I did not protect her, and I said, "Yeah, let's go ahead and yeah. kill her character." Uh, first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you voted to kill her first. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw that. <laughs> uh, it was a good time. I was a little hesitant, um, but it was enjoyable. I really like, like, once you got the, th- the uh, feel down. Uh, yeah, once the flow started going. Yeah, you learned everybody's powers, and you were trying to get information from them. My wife enjoyed it. Uh, she said she usually doesn't like those games as much because she doesn't like talking to people she doesn't know and that. But she said she enjoyed it. Uh, and she said, you know what? Until game night comes back in like two months here, baby. Might be sooner. It's 40 and up this week. Friday. Vaccines. Let's go, fuckers. Woo! Time for game night. Jim, let's go. We're getting vaccines together. Woo! Can we get tattoos at the same time? I don't give a shit. Let's go. 
I want to get a tattoo tattoo of the vaccine. I'm just keeping the vaccine needle in my arm. That's what I'm doing. That's all I'm doing. Let's go, bitch. <laughs> but uh, J- Jason got the unfortunate role of, uh, of being the drunk. I where he thought he was someone else, but he, uh, but he wasn't, and so that other power, other person's power, did not work. So when Jason thought he was the monk who was going around protecting people, and then the people were dying anyway, kind of like real life. And then you, yeah, and and then you still tried to throw your wife under the bus. I, I you, you had the faulty power, and you killed your wife. Scab Jeff was on played with us. Um, his yep. his fiance, who is the second best Buffy player, uh, trivia player, she was on there. Um, the best part is I don't know like half of the people on this thing, uh, but they all thought I was the bad guy <laughs> just from talking to me. So that was nice. Well, um, <laughs> well, that's because you said I tried to protect Scam Jeff from being killed, but he was killed anyway. <laughs> so they didn't trust you. It was very much like the Craig Ferguson game show, The Hustler. Did you have you seen that? No, I never did. You need to watch that. That's a good show. Um, Number one fan Doug got me on that one. And basically there's five people and they sit around a table and the hustler is trying to he's the hustler is the only one that can eliminate somebody after three questions, every three questions. And they answer a total of 10 questions and they get money for each one. And basically the final three, if two of them agree on who the hustler is and they're correct, they split the money. If not, the hustler gets all of it. But it's all about the hustler's life. Like, um, so he, the hustler, he or she obviously knows all the answers. So, you know, like this week there was, uh, I like, they like Sean Connery. They have a crush on Sean Connery. So the next question was about James Bond. So that's what they have to answer. So they reveal, oh. reveal clues about the hustler. And then they do a trivia, you know, related to that. And uh, I felt very similar to that when I was playing this because you're trying to talk to everybody, trying to get some information out and figure out who really yeah. is the bad guy. Afterwards, I told my wife that I was like, this is like The Hustler. I've really enjoyed this. So you would like The, the Hustler yes. is a very good show. Very good game show. Yeah. The problem was you, you you trusted my friend Mike, who was the, the demon's minion. That asshole. And, and he threw you under the bus. He did. That fucking asshole. Good news is I killed him first. Uh, <laughs> I may be taking. I may be dying, but I'm taking people with me, fuckers. <laughs> the bad news is you lost the game because you didn't, didn't kill the demon. I didn't feel too bad about losing the game for everyone because I took him out. Uh, I feel pretty good. <laughs> I feel pretty good. You keep telling yourself. That. That's right. But no, I appreciate you getting that together. Uh, my wife and I both have enjoyed it and. Um, yeah, we would definitely play that again. So yeah, yeah. Jim would have been there, but he got uh, stuck at work, so he was unable to participate. So I didn't know who I was going to drink wine with. Don't remind me. Oh, terrible day at work that night. We did uh, again. Our, it's a small hole in the wall bar where good days are like two now or two three grand. We can do. We were almost at six grand. Nice. So we doubled a good day. And I had to work because we had no other barbacks available. And so I bartended up till five, until five, until five 
worked in the kitchen from five till nine, then barred back from nine to close. <laughs> and I just proved why I, I, I kind of ruined it for all the other barbacks working there because now they have to uh, meet my, my Your standards, my standards. They've got to actually work. They actually have to do something. Well, when Jim <laughs> Barback, all this got done. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we missed you, Jim. Uh, we missed you. We missed you. I was a little tired on Saturday. The good news and then is the time change came. I mean, uh-huh. Jim at least showed up with the time change. Blake, he's still sleeping, so he's like Rip Van Winkle over there. Uh, you know, you know what's not, you know what's not changing this year, Jeff. The Cincinnati Comic Expo. It's still on September 17th through the 19th, bitches. Cincinnati Convention Center, or Duke Energy Convention, Duke Energy? Duke Energy. Thank you. In Cincinnati, Ohio. Get your tickets at CincinnatiComicExpo.com. Not yet, though. Pretty soon. Uh, They're going to announce some uh, people showing up here soon. Uh, Got some announcements coming, so it's going to be pretty good. Well, the first major announcement is Hobie's going to be there. Hobie is going to be there. On the stage, we got it, baby. Taking it over. Um, we will be there. So September 17th through the 19th, uh, get ex- get excited. Uh, Nicholas Cage might be there. Uh, Henry Cavell. Uh, Army Hammer. Um, Ooh, yeah, no, I don't think Army will. Uh, John Lovitz might be there. John Lovitz. You know, he actually just might be outside. Uh, I'll be honest. He just Michael, might be Michael Cage might be there. John Lovett's going to be outside begging for money. <laughs> He's on Holy Moly. He's got Holy Moly money. It's fine. Uh, so he just renewed that for three and four. Uh, but yeah, September 17th through the 19th. Uh, t- take a look at comicexpo.com. So, Brian, it's your turn. You got anything you want to talk about? I actually have several things that I'd like to talk about. Well, you got to pick one. We're taking turns here, Brian. Come on. I know, I know. Uh, so I'm going to start off with uh, what I'd like to call the uh, the Wilford Brimley racist. Okay. Um, so let's see here. Uh, there is a uh, high school basketball, girls high school basketball uh, announcer <laughs> yeah. uh, who, has anybody heard, of the, heard about this? Yes. I have not. Okay, so um, the uh, the game is uh, about to start. Uh, so the the camera feed is on. They're doing the national anthem, and uh, I guess presumably the guy didn't realize that his microphone was live. So yeah. while they're doing the national anthem, some of the girls from the schools knelt for the uh, national anthem. He proceeded to call them very racist uh, names. Um, so he wishes they lost. I think was part of it too, wasn't it? I hope they kicked their. What? I think he also said, "I hope yeah. they kicked their ass in the game." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and called them the the n word, like effing n words, and anyway. <sighs> so obviously, they there was a huge to do about it. Uh, so, uh, this guy's name is Matt Rowan and, uh, he issued a press release in response to his, uh, his racist remarks. Was he in bra and underwear? 
He was not. Okay. Uh, this was not a live Instagram apology. <laughs> this was a, a just a, a paper press release that got sent out. Uh, it says, I, Matt Rowan, on Thursday, March 11th, 2021, most regrettably made some statements that cannot be taken back. During the Norman High School girls basketball game against Midwest City, I made inappropriate and racist comments, believing that the microphone was off. However, let me state immediately, that is no excuse. Such comments should have never been said. I am a family man. I am married. I have two children. And at one time, I was a youth pastor. I continue to be a member of a Baptist church. I have not only embarrassed and disappointed myself, I have embarrassed and disappointed my family and my friends. At this time, I would like to state that I suffer from type 1 diabetes. And during the game, my sugar was spiking. While not excusing my remarks, it is not unusual when my sugar spikes, I become disoriented and often say things that are not appropriate or can be harmful. I do not believe I would have made these horrid statements had my sugar not been spiking. I just needed a fucking rice cake. Damn it. Where's my rice cake? So, so, should have had a Snickers bar. Yeah. So he's using the Twinkie defense. Diabetes made me do it. But uh, yep. isn't that what uh, Harvey Milk's uh, assassin yeah, used exactly to? Yeah, you know, yep. The junk food defense. made me loopy. First off, let's let's dissect this a little bit. So let's 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 reel it back here, Brian. So you have the press conference or the thing right there, his press release. So first yes. off, let's go through that. Uh, let's start with he's a he's a father, right? He's a father. Yep. Father. So we got that one. Check that off. He's a husband. Check that off. Right. Uh, yeah. He was a pastor at one point. Pastor. I, I like how he threw the religious a- aspect into it. Uh, what else do we have? What else? Um. Those were the main three things. He's a family man. He's married uh, with kids, and he was a pastor, and he still uh, attends a Baptist church. So Jim doesn't attend it. Attend Baptist doesn't attend Baptist church. He he doesn't have kids, and he's not married. So is Jim going to hell? Like, is that the difference? Like, he can go ahead and say this stuff, but this guy can't. He feels bad because a family man, right? No, no, I, I'm kind of expected to say that stuff, I think. Oh, okay, And he doesn't. Okay. See, that's the problem, <laughs> Jim, is you're, you're not saying the stuff. Well, I don't have diabetes. <laughs> oh. What a so. fucking asshole. Jesus Christ, I, I don't get it. I don't. I, I, I like that he was a youth pastor at one time. <laughs> that at one point. <laughs> so maybe uh, during one of his sermons, that yeah, blood sugar spiked a little bit. Maybe got a little, little racist with the Bible. Maybe we're being a little hard. I've never seen any religious people be do bad things. I mean, outside the Crusades and the priest. <laughs> uh, get your printer on the iTunes app, iPhone app. Uh, and or the, 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 the uh, Spanish Inquisition. Spanish Inquisition. Yeah, okay. Besides that. No one expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> Our main weapon is fear. Fear uh, and surprise are our two, our two main weapons. Uh, the Salem witch trials. I mean, in all honesty, I mean, I don't think the religious have really done anything bad. I mean, this is this is second 
to I think this this definitely trumps uh, Roseanne being racist because of Ambien. Oh God, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So diabetes. I think diabetes definitely trumps the Ambien one. I, I didn't know that diabetes, one of the side effects was obviously using those slurs. I mean, and obviously it's not the first time this guy has used this yeah. slur. I mean, let's see. Come on. <laughs> I mean, this doesn't just jump out at you. And I like I that. will say if your blood sugar content gets thrown, you, you do can act real loopy and out of it. But he also wouldn't have been able to sit there and probably – uh, do an entire basketball game. Well, his- yeah, and he probably wouldn't have been able to uh, pay attention to the fact that the girls were kneeling during the national anthem. I just he may he may have been looking for an orange juice. <laughs> I just thought he was a big Morgan Wallen fan. <laughs> well, it, it is in Oklahoma, Jim. So <laughs> Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Jeff, why is there a cork on the end of his fork? <laughs> it doesn't hurt. Him. May I go to the bathroom? Certainly. Thank you. <laughs> so, 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 if this guy uh, puts out a country music album, is it going to go right to the top of the charts? <laughs> <laughs> He'll be on Saturday Night Live uh, in a couple de- weeks. It depends if they if they have to brand it actual like it has to play on like. Uh, like on country music radio, like it can't be Americana or like blues or anything like that. Yeah. True country, true country, true country that yeah. you hear on the radio these days. I like how a wild card episode went from like, yeah, wild card bitches to God, we fucking hate people. Like <laughs> we got some negative <laughs> uh, stories this week. Oh, there's a, there's a lot of shitty people out there that do shitty stuff. So at some oh. point. We need to discuss it, I think. So kind of like the mom in Pennsylvania who uh, put oh, out uh, uh, videos of her daughter's cheerleading rivals, yes. which those videos consisted of them drinking and being naked and sex and stuff. Yeah, so I got that one here, Jim. Let me help you here. Let me help but, you. But they, were, they, they weren't like real videos, right? Like she created them. They were like deep fake videos. Deep, they were deep fakes. Yeah, they are deep fakes where they, she used the yeah. technology to put like their faces and try to make yeah, it look yeah. like. So there, yeah. there, were, there were like real videos of people like drinking and smoking while naked and whatnot. And he put – or she put the, these teenagers' faces on these bodies. So uh-huh. for the New York Post, a Pennsylvania mom allegedly made illicit fake videos of her daughter's cheerleading rivals and sent them to their coaches in a bid to get the kids kicked off the team, which it worked. They did get kicked off the team. Uh, did they? Yeah, uh, a couple of them. They're back on, but yeah. 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 But, I, know at oh, le- wow. I know at least two of them, or one of them did, because she actually, the one girl came out uh, to the public and was like, F this, I'll tell you exactly what happened. Like, I'm not hiding behind this. This fucking bitch crazy lady is uh, the one that did it. Um, the false images, which are so expertly manipulated, they were known as deep fakes, were sent to at least three girls on the Victory Vipers cheerleading team with messages earning, urging the youngsters to commit suicide, citing the Bucks County District Attorney's Office. Rafaela Spoon, Spoon, 50, was charged with cyber harassment of a child and stands accused of creating the completely false snaps would show the kids drinking, smoking, and in the nude. Um, so I will say, 
if you didn't know that the that this lady did this and you saw her mugshot, yeah. you would immediately think that she did something diabolical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's a terrifying looking woman. Yes. And she I'm reminds sa- me of dance moms. As I yes. lo- as I said offline or off air, that face will haunt me for the rest of my life. That face is scary. God. Oh. Um, two more girl. Uh, basically, this has been going on since July. Um, yeah. Victory Vipers told ABC News it cooperated with the police during the investigation. And all athletes involved are no longer part of our program. So I guess they're not coming back. Wow. I wouldn't want to. Yeah. No. I like this. You ready? So this is almost as good as your, uh, Brian, as your uh, announcer's uh, press release. Victory Vipers has always promoted a family environment, and we are sorry for all individuals involved. We have very well-established policies and a very strict anti-bullying policy in our program, the team said. So why are you not bringing the people that were bullied back? <laughs> like, well, they might not want to come back. No, no, I get that, be. but I'm just saying, <laughs> come on. Yeah, it was, yeah, that lady, oh, God. She is scary. Oh, God. So, uh, Jim, do you got anything else you want to talk about here? Uh, I was going to bring up that crazy lady. Mm-hmm. Um Trying to think anything else I wrote down here. Do, do, do. Oh, we can talk about some uh, the, the new sports uh, inf- uh, stuff going on with the uh, free agent signings in football and baseball getting ready to start up. Uh, who's everybody's pick to win baseball this year? Who's going to win the World Series? Ooh. Okay. okay. I'll, I'll pick the Reds. Because I pick them every year. Okay, besides the uh, Reds. Besides because the Reds. I can't, I, I have to start off the, the season optimistic. Besides I like Reds. your attitude. Besides the Reds, who's going to win? I, hell, I don't know. I the guess the Dodgers pitchers. will repeat. Yeah. The Dodgers with their 60, $60 billion dollar uh, <laughs> San Diego is the sexy pick, though, right now. San Diego Padres. I'm not sold on them yet. I'm not sold on them. Well, I mean, the, the Dodgers are returning a lot from their World Series win, and they added, like, the Trevor, Trevor Bauer, the Cy Young Award winner. So, San Diego has added a lot of players that are really yeah. good. Yeah. They added, like, three pitchers. Like uh, Snell, they traded four. Don't you feel um, like they're kind of like the. Hugh Darvish, who was spec. Yeah, Hugh Darvish. To go along with like five, like pretty much top of the rotation ace pitchers, I, I feel and like, they're not even going to have Clevenger this year. Yeah, I feel like San Diego was like what you do in when you have a video game baseball a baseball video game. You like trade for everybody you want in the offseason. <laughs> San Diego kind of did the uh-huh. same thing. Like fuck the fuck the uh, salary cap. <laughs> Would you like to add a salary cap to your franchise? Nope. <laughs> what do you add those? Um, and but the stuff they were giving, they didn't give up a lot to get these guys either. No, no, they, they took on like they took on salaries is what they're yeah. doing. Uh-huh. Yeah, they kept a, a decent amount of their top top end prospects in place. Mm-hmm. Somehow Matt Kemp was traded, and they're still paying for that salary. Somebody's paying that his salary. Doesn't matter if he's playing or not. Somebody's paying Matt Kemp's salary because that guy got traded around all the time with his salary. Poor guy. I almost feel bad for him. Uh, Jim, you know what? Almost. almost. I feel bad for him because he's a millionaire. Uh, twice, six times, a thousand times over. Right. 
Uh, I don't feel bad for him. Jim, I'm going with you. Come on, help me out here, buddy. I'm going with the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays are winning it. I'm telling you. Uh, they are. They are got a nice young core of players. They're about two to three I years think, away. I, I just think they need a little more pitching. But mm-hmm. I mean, their bats should be good with uh, all yeah. the all the kids uh, <laughs> of yeah. former major leaguers. <laughs> Didn't they sign Springer? Yeah, they signed Springer yeah. too. Yeah, that was huge. Uh huh. So, go with uh, Biggio and uh, Guerrero and uh, Guriel. Uh, I think uh, Bichette. Bichette. Uh-huh. So in- oh, wait a minute. No, I think we're in the 90s again. <laughs> <laughs> so so we're only missing. Uh, does Larry Walker have a kid? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's still playing. <laughs> it's just Larry Walker. I got it, guys. Uh, Odd Shark, uh, which is a betting one, um, is listed all the ra- the ratings. I'm sorry, the rankings for who's going to win the World Series. Who is the worst team to win the World Series? The worst odds to win the World Series. Pittsburgh Pirates. Days ago. Who? Pittsburgh Pirates. Pittsburgh. Tampa Pirates Bay. Correct. Pittsburgh is correct. Yeah. Uh, oh, Tampa Bay. A big hit yesterday with one of their young starters being shut down for about three or four weeks. Oh, listen. You each got. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying, Tampa, you know, they made the postseason last year. I don't think. Yeah. They the, but they, they, lost, but they, they won they the traded. World Series. Or they went to the World Series. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, they did. <laughs> I thought they lost it before that, but no, they were in the Yeah. World. My, my son, my oldest son, was not happy that the Dodgers won. Well, neither was I. Nobody roots for the Dodgers. Uh, Only reason I was happy about that was for Mookie Betts. (laughs) See, I'm not a fan of Mookie Betts, so I didn't want him to win either. See, LeBron James bought a share into the Boston Red Sox. Or he's going to. So So Uh, he was already part of the ownership group. Uh, So the ownership group the henry group that that owns the red sox they also own liverpool mm-hmm. so he owned part he was a part owner in liverpool so now he's just yeah. buying into other of the other teams and in, in the group i don't blame him i think he just wants season tickets i think that's all he wants um, i would love to have season tickets to fenway so the next three teams it's a three-way tie for this the second least favorite teams to win Brian, give me one of those. Um, oh, man. Uh, the Cubs. Okay, Jeff. I'll say the Reds. Jim? Um, Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore. Oh, Baltimore. Colorado. Yeah, Detroit. Detroit and Texas. Yeah. Baltimore is right above okay. them, tied with Arizona and Kansas. Oh. The Reds are actually in the middle of the pack. Middle wow. Yeah. That surprises me from a team that lost, like, their one good. Yeah, but they, got, they did a lot they of They can't hit the fucking ball. They they got a lot of hitters in the offseason. Did they? No. Um, <laughs> did they get uh, anything got, in the offseason? Uh, they got Heinemann. Uh, John Heinemann will be a, mm-hmm. uh, a backup, backup at every, at every position. position. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, they have their new shortstop, yeah. Suarez, our Gold Glove 
all-star third, third baseman. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Good news he lost is lost 15 pounds in the off season. Yeah, that's he's moving nice. a lot better. Good news is they signed Brandon Larson. Uh, so he's going to play third. No, uh, oh, no, they didn't. So Suarez is moving to short and they're probably going to have Moustakas move back to third. So they got a second baseman. Who's any good? Aaron Boone, Jonathan, India, India. Oh, is he, is he he's going to make the team. He is having a really good spring. He was moved from the minor league uh, uh, camp to the major league camp already. And they say he's got a good chance to make the team. Him and uh, Brandon Finnegan are two guys that might play their way onto the team. So the top four teams favored to win this World Series, L.A. Dodgers. Dodgers. San Diego. Yankees. Yankees. Who's the last one? And uh, Houston. No. New York Mets. Mets are fifth. The Chicago White Sox. I forgot about that. Oh, uh, yeah. They, they did reload. Oh, they, they made some moves. That's yeah. right. The they, they, years, they, made moves. they were like yeah. the first ones to actually go after things, weren't they? Like, they yeah. made the biggest splash early. Um, Jim, since you're talking sports, let's talk the big story here. Johnny Manziel in the fan-controlled football league. <laughs> I don't know why we keep talking about this. Because it's like a train wreck. I can't stop watching this. It, no, I still we stop if, if we stop I'm hoping if we stop talking about it, it'll go away. Nope. So Yeah, I think you personally are keeping the Johnny Manziel story alive. Okay, fine. You, you're you've given him more press in the last <laughs> month than he's gotten in the last three years. Okay, fine. Here's your choice. I either talk Teen Mom or Johnny Manziel. Which one? Jesus okay, let's Christ. talk about. I the think I can hang up agents. on this call. <laughs> let's talk about the big free agent sighting by the Dallas Cowboys yesterday. Who was that? Jake McQuaid. Who is that? They got their new long snapper. Ooh, that's exciting. Did they, did they just win a Super Bowl with that signing? They might have. It pissed off a lot of Cowboys fans because their uh, current long or their. their Former long snappers played 16 years for the team. Is second in games played for a cowboy. And they want him to, to get the record, and, and they uh, and they just went in different direction because well, John Fassel and uh, their used to be with the Rams, along yeah. with Greg Zerline, who uh, his holder was. Uh, oh, he was snapping for. Uh, uh, Zerline too, so okay. it gets familiarity with it. Ah, <laughs> uh, jeez. And I golf with his dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that too. Wow, <laughs> uh, a lot of a lot of movement in the long snapper uh, area with the Bengals re-signing uh, number forty-six, Clark that Harris. Fantastic news. Probably the only reason I'll, I'll uh, re-up my season tickets. I mean, I, I do love Joey Joey Burrow, but... He, he is no uh, Clark Harris. I'm but, still uh, disappointed. I don't think Burrow has ever been in the Guinness Book of World Records. That's right. Um, speaking of long snappers, uh, Miami Dolphins signed a long snapper yesterday. And you would have thought that the Miami Dolphins, like, just released every player on their team. The fan base went apeshit. This is what we're waiting for, a fucking long snapper? (laughs) And I was like, thanks, Miami. Calm down. 
<laughs> you guys don't even care about your fucking team, do you? I feel like that's. Yeah, I, I thought like Miami was more team. in the need of of uh, the the holder for the kicks because <laughs> that's where they always have their problems. Laces out, Dan. <laughs> that's right. They just signed a backup quarterback today. Uh, uh, Tyrod, Ta- Tyrod Taylor. No, Tyrod Taylor is oh, in Texas. Houston. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's see. Uh, Dalton went to Chicago. Yeah, oh, that's, that's a good deal for them. Ten million. Uh-huh. Oh, that's a good deal for Dalton. He might actually play. Ten million with a uh, three million in incentives. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, Dol- the the Dolphins signed Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, Brissett. That's who the Dolphins got. Did uh-huh. AJ Green officially go to the Ravens? That was the rumor. That was supposed. He to be hasn't. History. It hasn't been um, official yet. No. Oh, okay. The wide receiver that that and the offensive lineman should be breaking like tomorrow. Mm. They have to be. There's still uh, one. Still receivers. The cornerback market's starting to go, and William Jackson's still unsigned. Bengals got two decent ones. Actually, they yeah, they got Hilton. Yeah, I love, I Hilton. love them signing Mike Hilton. He's a he's, he's a slot corner. Yeah, it, like he shores up the run for them big time, and he can tackle. He can hit. Like their corners have have for years have been grabbing it at ankles and grabbing at jerseys trying to tackle people. Well, they also signed the Minnesota, they signed the Minnesota t- cornerback last year too. That didn't yeah. get to play at all. Trey Wayans. Yeah. Yeah. And Mackenzie Alexander. Yeah. They don't have a But bad he's a fr- Alexander's a free agent, right? Um they offered him, I mean, they offered him their whatever the qualifying yeah. offer so they can match if somebody signs. Yeah. Um, but the guy from Dallas is also a big tackler too. Yeah. So, that, so I mean, after years of you know seeing Kirkpatrick with the you know the the hail mary like, oh uh, well, I'm gonna get beat. I might as well just go ahead and pass interference because I can't can't hit him or I can't catch him. Mm-hmm. But I I just I really think that that's gonna like Hilton and Von Bell together, like those dudes can hit. And that just frees up Bates to play center field. Yeah, they gotta. They have to lock him up soon. Yeah, Jeff. especially letting Jackson go. Jeff, do you feel and better then, about uh, your fantasy football team this year now? What me? Yes. Why would I feel good about my fantasy football team? <laughs> just checking. I'm just doing all football talk here, so I'm just trying to get you. Uh, especially, I, I'm too busy looking at my fantasy hockey team. Oh, no. Let's not talk that. Uh, Jeff, Jimmy, got anything else? Or are you good? Uh, two, two, two. Oh, I, I, I had a nice bowling series last night, so I'm proud of myself for that. <laughs> Congratulations. It's all about me. It's all about me, not about the team, because we got beat by like around 200 pins in three games. Ooh. But uh, I bowled a 257, a 205, and a 213, so I was proud of myself. See, Jim, it's kind of like you kill it, like me killing the one uh, part uh, person in the game. Even though the people I lost, I at least took someone down. It's you. Your team lost, but you did really well. Yeah. Good job. And I. I watched a guy bowl a 780, which was a 267, a 266, and a 247 against us. <laughs> that did was pretty he, impressive. Did he use 12 frames like in Kingpin, or was it 10? 
<laughs> or 15 frames. 15, 15. 15 frames, 15. sorry. <laughs> you do everything 150 times. Uh... Kingpin was on the other week. That's an enjoyable show still. Flawed. Did you watch that with your children? No, I did not. I did not. Oh. Um, Jeff, you got anything? Real quick uh, before the, we get to the top The box? next thing I want to talk about was uh, the next thing on Brian's list. Oh, what's that? So I guess we're back to me then? Yes. Yeah, the next uh, thing on Brian's list. <laughs> so uh, I came across something on Twitter, and it was the very inter- – it's very interesting to me. Uh, so there's a reporter. He's – this guy, he's actually a, a photojournalist in New York, but because of the pandemic, his paper like kind of shifted him around. So he started doing restaurant reviews um, for different papers and things along those lines, just kind of highlighting some of the restaurants that were doing well through, through COVID and what they were doing and stuff like that. So he's uh, he's researching for a piece, and he he uh, pulls up some reviews from this restaurant. So and this is the this is the first one that he about this specific thing that he he tweeted out. So here's the review. It says, "Unfortunately, the place was empty due to COVID. Service was great. We got shellfish medley. It was delicious. My husband had the scallops, and he loved them." I also had the swordfish special with lime cilantro butter, but I couldn't taste either the lime or the cilantro. Okay. So he's like, so he tweets that out and then he goes and he says, I just got, (laughs) after reading this review, it made me, it just made me want to keep digging. So the next one he posts, uh, Maybe salt is running out in this place's kitchen. So the next one, I had the worst tuna sandwich of my life at this place. It looks like a deli, and I've heard about it, so we wanted to give it a try. It's horrible. The tuna tasted like nothing. The tomatoes were tasteless. The shredded iceberg was tasteless. We added pickles, and it tasted like nothing. It might have been the most depressing thing I've ever eaten. I think we all see where this is going. <laughs> uh, let's see here. This lady, uh, she was at a, um, she went, to, she got a coffee somewhere. Uh, I ordered a, a caramel frapp- frappuccino and I couldn't taste the caramel, sent it back. Still couldn't taste the caramel. <laughs> Ended up having to have them put six pumps of caramel syrup in before I could taste it. Oh my God. <laughs> so I think we broke Jeff. There are so supposedly there. What I'm, what I gather, and what this guy obviously gets is that there are hundreds of thousands of people who had COVID that just didn't realize that they couldn't taste anything. <laughs> That's one of the main symptoms. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And what, yeah, six pumps of caramel before. Uh, it's like, uh, yeah, think there's probably I would be worried if I was getting that much caramel and I couldn't taste it. You know, it always amazes me, like the people that get the coffee, 
and not even coffee, but it's like 80,000 pumps of caramel in their coffee. And I'm like, you're just getting caramel now. That's not even coffee. I used to work for somebody. That's the only way that coffee is, is worth drinking, though. Stop it. But I used to work so, with somebody that would get that sup, something like that in the morning, every morning, and she figured it out, and it was 900 calories every morning she was eating, or drinking, I guess, from it. Yeah. I'm like, I Jesus. It's a whole lot of calories there. So so this guy, like, is the whole thing, like, he circled back, and he's like, I, I, I would like to petition uh, to have a <laughs> to have a new – a new tab invented for restaurant reviews. That's called reviews written by people who should be quarantining right now. (laughs) (laughs) So, but in the, in the feed of this, like where people are like posting other, other reviews and where he's talking about it, somebody brings up the Yankee candle website has been inundated with the same thing where they're getting tons of negative reviews or bad reviews on all of their scented candles now because people can't, can't smell, smell them. them. Oh, man. <laughs> so this just goes into my anxiety and everything else, OCD, everything else that I have issues with. Um, I'm not exaggerating. Every single morning, take a shower, get out. I go put my deodorant on. I make sure I can smell my deodorant every morning to make sure I don't have COVID every single morning. Just because you can smell it doesn't mean you don't have COVID. I understand that, but that's one of the first things I do every fucking day. Um, I have some issues. Uh, but <laughs> <Yeah. I think laughs> There are angry ladies all over Yankee Candles website reporting that none of the candles they had bought had any smell at all. I wonder if they're just feeling a little hot and nothing has much taste for the last couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you think that like, if you're not smelling it, like you would be thinking, hey, maybe something else is going on. Oh, yeah. No, never mind. I know this world. Never mind. Fuck it. No. I literally had to bring my nose to the rim of the jar to notice any scent. This is one of the weakest Yankee candle scents I've ever had the the displeasure of purchasing. (laughs) Horrible candles. Absolutely no scent at all. I smell literally no citrus when this candle is lit, even putting my nose inches from it. That was from Tim. Oh, damn it, Tim. Damn it, Bobby. Damn it. I just... I don't know, like, I, I just, like, somebody, like, retweeted that and into my feed, and I guess got sucked in the rabbit hole of it, and I was like, it's so ridiculous that so many people were, <sighs> had no idea. What, Jeff? I was just thinking, maybe I had COVID when uh, uh, that chicken place around the corner opened. No, no, there's, uh, oh. Grayson Cane's has no flavor. Oh, okay. But I heard they have yeah. good sauces. <laughs> Raisin Kings has, has good no sauce. flavor. They have they one have sauce. One sauce. What do you mean you... sauces? They have yeah, one sauce. One Which, sauce. Like sauce. Good. And if you don't like it, you're shit out of luck. Hopefully you don't have. Hopefully you have more than mustard in your refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> I, everything yeah. I hear is Raisin Canes is the shit. Like it's the best place. Uh, it's the the chicken is tasteless. I mean, it's not bad because mm. there's no flavor. And the cane sauce, I don't like the flavor of. So the one thing to flavor up your chicken, I dislike. 
So I'm like, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much, you can go to Dairy Queen and get yes. their uh, chicken finger basket, and it's just as good or better than Cane's. Nothing wrong with Dairy Queen, and it's Queen. probably half as expensive. And the cheese, like the sauce, is virtually the same. Dairy Queen is awesome <laughs> because they sell pretzel bites. Any fast food place <laughs> that sells pretzel bites, you can't go wrong with. Mm, and then, but if you're on like the west side of town, you Ooh, can go to F and Good Chicken and get much better chicken tenders. Yeah, F and Good is F choice, Good. With a choice of sauces. The restaurant's yes. called F and Good? Yes, F, F and Good Chicken. F Good. Okay. I think it's F apostrophe N. <laughs> good. Uh, they're opening up, a, I know, a second location too. So. Yeah. And then the story my mom went through. Raisin Cane's drive through to pick up some stuff, and she asked for chicken tenders, and they told him they have chicken fingers, not chicken tenders. I hate so then when she she ordered uh, and then asked for barbecue sauce, and they kind of got shitty of we have cane sauce. Oh my like, god! <laughs> <laughs> I felt sorry for my dad when my mom got home because <laughs> <laughs> she was not happy. <laughs> Um, we'll finish this up here before we get to the top five here. Justice League comes out this week. Schneider cut. Everybody excited? I got it behind me. Look at that. Are, are we going to do a viewing party, Jay? S- sync up our things and watch together? I've been invited to two different podcasts to watch, to do this. Oh, God. To do a viewing party with No, them? not a viewing party, thank oh. God. Yeah, so you can watch with me and then go to their podcast to talk about how crappy it was. Are you getting vaccinated yet? Do you have? Va- oh no, you're not eligible yet. Friday, Friday we're eligible. Friday will be Friday. But like I said, you you can do a viewing party at home. You can sync up your okay stuff and watch at the same time, and then we can just open a can Skype we, call or something. I don't can know. Can we do it as an hour long <laughs> series? Like, can we just do it like four Whatever episodes? Hour. Like break, it up up in, break it up into episodes. I, I suppose you can. I can't do four hours of this fucking thing. I mean, oh, that's right. On. It's I forgot how long it was. I mean, Jeff, I I can't even get through Jessica Jones, and that's a good series. Like, come on. I mean, God. I, I'll have to say the uh, pre the uh, preview of it did look much better than the first movie. I'm not saying it's not. At this point, though, I just don't care because of all the people bitching about it. Like, all, that asking mean, for it. all that does is tell me that there's some pretty good people that there are people that are out there that know how to make good trailers. Yeah. Phantom but Menace I mean, was a good trailer. Uh, Phantom Menace was a great trailer. Yeah. Then the movie came out. Yes. Uh, you know what wasn't in the trailer? What's that? Trade Federation talk. <laughs> Jar Jar Banks wasn't much in it either. He didn't talk. <laughs> He, they just showed him. They just showed him yeah. next to Quagon. Uh, and he was riding that thing. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I just don't care. I'm so tired of hearing about it. And, I, like, I've tried to, like, even mute it on Twitter. And somehow it still finds me. I don't get it. I don't get That's it. That's pretty much how I feel about Johnny Manziel. Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> You're finding it, Brian. I'm showing it to you. So Johnny pretty Manziel much. was in the fan-controlled football, and there was a bad snap. Goes twenty yards. All right, back. so on to our uh, fine. So in Teen Mom this week, <laughs> on to our uh, top five list. Uh, it's a wild card top five. Wow. Jeff, you didn't do it right. Do wild card. Come on. Oh, so it's a wild card top five. Is that better? Yes. 
where everyone made their own top five list. So, Jeff, you bring it up. Top five. What is your top five? And you can just do all five since that makes it a little bit easier for people to follow. Oh, we're just, okay, we're in them all at once. Uh, For my wild card top five, I chose my top five favorite cards. Cards? Cards. C-A-R-D-S. Cards. So, like, at number five, I've got the uh, infamous Billy Ripken baseball card. Mm. And Buckface uh, written on the handle of his bat that they didn't notice uh, right away, and some some cards got through. And then they uh, had six different uh, ways to fix it. Yeah, six, so there's variation. So Billy Ripken found a way of making uh, him himself relevant in at least one area of the world. I think it's funny. The best story about Billy Ripken is that they were Owen like twenty. They start the season off like really bad. Owen fifteen. And the first game they won, he was knocked out in the hospital because he took a ball to the head. And so <laughs> he didn't even get to enjoy the first game of the season oh, they was won. Was it like they start 0-18, oh, I think? Yeah, something like that. And he was, he was in the hospital when they won. It's like, eh, maybe take a cue, Billy. Ooh, that's a good one. Jeff or Jim, which one of you is the cow to the Billy? Which one's the Billy to the cow here of podcasting? Oh. Uh, Jeff's on all the time. Yeah, if, if we're talking yeah, podcasting. Okay. He's the yeah. Iron Man. Okay. And yeah. I am the younger brother who is just trying to get on his coattails. Okay, okay, just checking. Just checking. So that would also make you the Tim Riggins to his Billy Riggins. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, we knew Jim was a Tim Riggins. And Brian's well, just I'm a, I'm a Jim Riggins. I'm my own Riggins. <laughs> Brian's just sure. a Rus- Rusty Koontz or whatever that guy's name is. From the don't be fan of rusty cunts. Cunts. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. Oh, excuse me. Rusty Sorry. cunts. <laughs> no, no, that, that was the, the the best meeting at first base ever. <laughs> when yes. when R- rusty cunts and Dick Poole were uh, having a conference at first base. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jeff, what's your number four? Uh, my number four favorite card is the camel from Magic: The Gathering. It is a simple uh, zero one white creature with a casting cost of one white mana, but it comes with banding and protection from deserts. And I tell you, banding is a great power to have. And it's a pretty cool picture. No, no, no smoking involved. No, it's not Joe Camel. Oh, that'd have been cool if it was. It, it's from the Arabian Nights, the very first uh, mm-hmm. expansion uh, of Magic the Gathering. Brian and I were just playing that one the other week, the first one. After you defeated the dungeons? No, we got yeah. bored with that. We've gone on to other things. Um, magic, we've gotten really good at Magic the Gathering. Um, we did a speed round. We beat the game in like 22 minutes. It was kind of easy. It took you 22 minutes to beat the game? Well, we had it on Man, difficulty extreme. In a speed round, even? It was a difficulty I've extreme. Like four minutes. <laughs> uh, we were playing extreme uh, magic rules. Uh, I don't know if you've played that. You know, you simpletons don't play the extreme magic rules. So, Brian and I do. It's it's difficult to explain. So, um, he burned an ent. So, that was really nice. Really burned uh, Okay, Jeff, just go on to your next one, Jason. 
All right. No, no, number three on my list, uh, I have uh, the Moon card from uh, the Tarot deck that uh, when I was taking a design class, I designed my own Tarot deck. And my, I think my favorite uh, one that I designed was the, the Moon. Uh, along with the Three of Swords, but I picked the Moon over the Three of Swords for this list. Okay. Okay. Uh, number two, uh, Jim reminded me earlier today about the pickle card. It was the birthday card in the shape of a pickle and, you know, picture of a pickle on it. And you open it up and said something like, I bet you didn't think you were going to get a paper pickle for your birthday. (laughs) One year, like, (laughs) like somebody got that card, like three different people gave them that card or something like that. And the card like got. A lot of people one year all got that card. It was a fun card. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I believe uh, the Gimp's wife and her sister got it for me for my birthday, and one of my sisters did too. I think I got it for you. <laughs> okay, you did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got it for you and the, yeah, the Gimp's uh, wife, yeah. So Jim got they the gave, pickle card. <laughs> they gave Jim and I didn't even open up. I'm like, oh, it's a pickle. He got me a, and I just said what's on the inside of the card. And and, like, oh, you got me a paper pickle. It's my second pickle. one this year. <laughs> what's your number one, Jeff? And Jason, this should come of no surprise to you. Will. What? Will Wheaton. <gasps> oh, I forgot about that. Uh-huh. Oh, no. One. Well, now, now my, now my it. number one. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Now I got a hobby it, but I, but uh, I'll, I'll discuss the Will Wheaton after this. But the number one is the Eight of Chris Lemon. Everybody loves Chris Lemon. <sighs> yeah, that, that that was in the Mystery Science Theater three thousand when they had the yep. uh, the uh, uh, invention exchange. Yep. And uh, I God, I can't remember if it was Crow or Tom. I think it was Tom Servo. Uh, invented the eight of Chris Lemon. Yes, yes. Uh, Will Wheaton's another good one that you use from Smash Will Wheaton Up. Wheaton is a good one. I got the Will Wheaton Smash Up card, and at the uh, uh, Comic Expo a couple years ago, I got Will Wheaton to sign the card. So I've got a signed Will Wheaton Smash Up card. Have you played the Marvel Smash Up yet, or have you looked at? I it? I have not played it yet. I've looked at. Oh yeah, I've yeah. opened it up and read all the cards and put them in my big box. Uh, I've enjoyed it. We played it once, uh, or well, yeah, once only one time so far. I've enjoyed it. It's a good one. So. There, there's a couple of interesting combinations you can get out of that. I liked uh, from at least how I was able to mm-hmm. read them. Right, uh, but that oh. that was mine. Top five. I, I also Clear. had honorable mentions since we're okay, going go them all. I had the honorable mention of the Ace of Spades, mm-hmm. mainly because Motorhead, Motorhead sings it, and uh, or whenever wow. we're playing, uh, our fr- our buddy Matt, anytime he plays the Ace of Spades when we're playing cards, sings Motorhead. <laughs> uh, and I got the card from the the, the old uh, Wacky Pack stickers, the original Garbage Pail Kid. Oh. Which spawned the Garbage Pail Kids' own collection, but he ori- that originally started as a, a wacky pack. Mm-hmm. I got hosed in that. Jason Basin. That was a stupid one. It was a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> a stupid Garbage Pail Kid. 
<laughs> I got honorable mention for Jeff's. I got uh, Cards Against Humanity. I have the two midgets shitting in a bucket. <laughs> Small people. Uh, that's, that, that, is, that is what the card says. It, uh, Jim, what's your number or top five? What's your top five? My top five in honor of tomorrow are top five shitty holidays. Oh, tomorrow St. Patrick's Day? Number five. St. Patty's Day. <laughs> there you go, okay. Because all it does is give idiot people an idiot excuse to go out and be an idiot. <laughs> and okay. wear a green, stupid green shit. Yes. But it does bring uh, the shamrock shake back. It's a push. It's a push. Um, if, if, if we can get rid of all the drunk idiots acting like it's mm-hmm. their day and just... An excuse to be an asshole. I, I could sacrifice the Shamrock Shake for that. Okay. <laughs> what else? Uh, number uh, four. New Year's Eve. Another <laughs> day. Let idiots go out and act like idiots. <laughs> an I excuse to that. go get drunk and, and just piss me off. Uh, number three. Number. Number three is a completely made-up holiday, Sweetest Day. Oh, fuck that holiday. <laughs> it's, hey, uh, we need a reason to sell cards in, like, September. October. So, October, whatever it is. So, uh, here you go. It's like, uh-huh. They jacked our prices up for the flowers for our wedding because of that fucking Sweetest Day. Oh, you're getting married on Sweetest Day. I'm sorry, what? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> My my dad always liked Sweetest Day because it was like always right before my mom's birthday, so he would get all the stuff at half price oh. the next day. Good call. Good call. <laughs> well, he, he's also the guy who would uh, get like the Valentine, the Easter candy uh, the day after, and yeah. <laughs> Valentine's Day stuff the day after. And he sent your mom to Raven he, Cane. So I mean, let's be real. <laughs> oh no, mind you, again, he's just going out buying the candy and the stuff, and in the store, and he's like. Man, I love this, man. I just tell my and he, he tells the people at the store that he tells his wife that he that he was busy yesterday or makes up some excuse and they're looking at him like he's the biggest asshole in the world. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just buying the stuff when it's cheap. Yeah. <laughs> What's your number two? My number two is Groundhog Day. Because what? that groundhog is ne- it, He's right, what, like 36% of the time. So you'd be better off flipping a coin. <laughs> so pretty much if you go against the groundhog, you're more accurate. Yes. Okay. And he has rabies. I'm just, I'm throwing that out there. I think he has Allegedly. rabies. Allegedly, my bet. So now and that whole ceremony around it with all those weirdos in that town is fucking creepy. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> that, that's that's the question: is uh, do you go by like Punxsutawney Phil, or do you go by your own hometown's groundhog? Go by your own hometown. You try to grab a groundhog, you will be bit. <laughs> there is a difference. Uh, like like all, all every city's got like a groundhog that's their version of really? Phil. We do. I don't remember the name of it, but Fiona no- Norwood does not have a groundhog. <laughs> Since I has a hippo. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Or Cincinnati area. Oh, yeah. Oh, what if the hippo comes out and sees its shadow? Jim, help us. What's your number one? <laughs> I think this is obvious. 
Christmas. Why, Jim? <laughs> because people suck. Why, Jim? Why? Uh, cause, well, because the entire Christmas season, if you had to work retail or even service in your job, people are just miserable people during that time. <laughs> they are. They're assholes. And it leads people to do stupid things like dump your fiance on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Christmas Day or Christmas Eve? Christmas Day. Oh, and man. make the, and make the comment. Well, I didn't want to do it today. Well, you should have done it two months ago. Then, you stupid gun. Or at least yesterday, before I made the trip to your <laughs> and hang out with your family all day. So, Jim, this is just, like, totally unrelated. Like, this is just thinking, you know. It never happened to you. It's just in general. This is a general complaint. Just in general. Just in general. I mean, yeah, this is just, just in general. <laughs> but aren't you glad you're not married? Uh, I, I'd rather be happily single than unhappily married. There you go. <laughs> my, wife oh. say, my wife says we're happily married, so I'm saying yes. <laughs> <laughs> Your wife's a good person. She is. I don't deserve her. I'll be honest. I don't. Don't tell her that. Uh, well, maybe, it's, maybe it's the state of Ohio has their own groundhog. We're talking about love here, Jeff. Leave the groundhog Yeah, well, I'm alone. looking up groundhogs. Because uh, this year, Buckeye Chuck uh, contradicted Punxsutawney Phil. Hey, Jim, I will say if Teen Mom taught me anything is that, that you're right. You want to be unhappily, <laughs> unhappily. You don't want to be unhappily married. You want to be happily single. Gary happily taught me single. that. <laughs> Gary, who is happily married now? Yeah. <laughs> Brian, oh, give me a talk. Boy, I have honorable mentions. Oh, okay, go ahead. Honorable mentions. Well, it's not the holiday. It's the day before the holiday. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> the day and the day after. Uh, yeah. The day before with everybody going out and acting like idiots and the day after everybody going out and shopping on Black Friday is just ridiculous. And I'm calling Jason out on that one. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't go out last year. Uh, no, you didn't. Because I canceled <laughs> it. <laughs> And then uh, the other one would be Valentine's Day. Yeah, I agree. Um, Brian, give me your top five. All right. Uh, this was a collaboration with Dr. Dana. Oh, all right. Uh, this is our uh, this is our top five assholes in TV shows. Oh, like just unredeemable, vile characters in TV shows that. We just hate. Okay. Okay. Uh, so number five, we have uh, Frank Underwood from House of Cards. Uh, and Kevin Spacey. So we're sticking just to the character themselves. Okay. Thank yes, you. he is also a shitty person, but allegedly, we're just gonna we're just gonna keep it to the to the characters. Okay. It is allegedly because some people recanted their statements against him. I know. Yes. Was Anthony Rapp one of those some people? No. I don't he think was he was. Not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Number four, we have a Hobie. Uh, we have Al Swearingen from Deadwood. 
which is Ian McShane. And we have Vern Schillinger, uh, the show Oz on HBO. Is that uh, J.K. Simmons? Yes. Oh, uh, God. Yeah, he's the uh, white supremacist. The Aryan Nation guy. Yeah. The, the skinhead Aryan Nation guy. I watched it. So, so, I'm, I'm gonna, so, so you hate these people, but you actually think they add to the show because they're so hate them? Yes. Like, would, like, it, it's, it's not like I would have enjoyed the show better if they weren't on it, or they so, are just so good at being hated. It's, it's, yeah, it's mostly like they're just, their characters are just like, you know, like sometimes, like, because we were talking about this, like, about certain characters that are the bad guy, but you find yourself rooting for them. Yeah. These these are just just like flat out people that you just don't you just they're they're so bad like you you wait you're waiting for them to die, kind of. Um, J.K. Simmons' character, what was his name again? Vern Schillinger. He wasn't completely bad. He suffered from diabetes, so that's why he was part of the alien nation. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's just in. William Jackson signs with the Washington Redskins three years, $42 million. Yeah. Bengals were never going to pay him that. So good nope. for him. Yep. Uh, what's your number two? Uh, let's see. Number two. Uh, that would be number three for oh, us. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Five, four. Uh, number three, uh, Clay Morrow from Sons of Anarchy. Oh, good old Clay. Bad old Clay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I- Every time I thought he was a okay guy, he would do something bad. I'm like, nope, nope, no, he isn't. Yep, he was like right on the right on the, the line of redeeming himself, mm-hmm. and he could just never he could never do it. Yeah. Uh, number two was a uh, uh, we uh, we hobied this one as well from the same show. Uh, we had joffrey baratheon and ramsey bolton from games of thrones game of thrones not games of thrones uh and the number one uh main reason why we got started on this list homelander from the boys Uh, (laughs) that's a good one i think he's going to redeem himself He's going to definitely redeem himself. <laughs> it's going to take him like four seasons, man. I, I don't know if he can redeem. No. Himself. Yeah. They're, like. Oh, yeah. Uh, Unless he like, like gets hit in the head and his entire personality changes and he actually becomes the hero that people think he is, which isn't going to happen. Um, you didn't have anybody from Yellowstone. Nobody from Yellowstone. Uh, Do you think it's because they can redeem themselves? I well, Jamie could be up I'd there. Bro- Who? Jamie, that fucking asshole. Wes Bentley's character. Yeah, but for the most part, like besides Homelander and the boys, all of these shows are done. Yeah. So these, like, I'm still like waiting to see what. Jamie's going to do because yeah. ultimately I feel like this, like the stuff with his real dad mm-hmm. could be like a, could just be an angle to, to get back in good with Kevin Costner. Yeah. I don't know. Just, it's just a thought and you know, that's still playing out. So that's okay. why, like I didn't, I w- it was 
like so we were watching like so Erica started Banshee mm. so that led us to Homelander because that's how we started talking about it so that's why he is he a good weird, guy in Banshee? Know. What's that? Is he a good guy in Banshee? He's, he's the protagonist. Okay. Yeah, he's okay. like. <laughs> I wouldn't say he's a good he's, guy. Shades of gray. Yeah, he's definitely not a good guy. Like, do you know like what the like the, the premise, ba- the basis? Me. Yeah, just from what you guys so have told the, me. Like, I'll just tell you. Like the very first episode, he gets out of jail. Uh. He tracks down his ex-girlfriend who he was his partner in crime, and he got her away from the cops when he got arrested. So he took the fall for her, but she moved away, started a family, changed her name. Yeah. So he goes to the town, which is the town is called Banshee, mm-hmm. and he finds her because she she owes him her his cut of their heist that they got arrested for. Anyway, he goes drinking at this bar, meets the new sheriff of Banshee who is like just coming into town. Some people come into the bar, get into a fight with the sheriff. Mind you, the sheriff was hired was pretty much hired sight unseen. Like, yeah, the, the, hired the, the reputation. So no one yeah. actually knows what he looks like or who he like. He doesn't gotcha. know his name. So there's a fight in the bar. The sheriff gets killed. So uh, Homelander is uh, is there, helps the bartender who was Frankie Faison, which was – he was awesome in this series, by the way, because uh, he's kind of a bad guy too. He was in jail for a while. Anyway, they end up uh, – all the bad people get killed. They go dig a hole, throw them in a hole. The sheriff's phone rings and it's the mayor and he's like, Sheriff, uh, Tony Starr answers the phone and waits a second. And, and the guy says it again. And he's like, yeah, this is Sheriff Hood. <laughs> so he he assumes the identity of the sheriff and he's just coming out of prison. Gotcha. OK, so that the whole series is about him taking that over and being not a uh, great person. A good person or, like, obviously defying all of the the rules and the, uh, of, you know, being a cop. Gotcha. Did you have any honorable mentions? Uh, actually, I, I, I did not for this one. Okay. Well, my top five was because of Jeff. Or, I mean, because of Blake, I'm sorry. was top five old school wrestlers that should have won the WWE slash WWF title back then it was oh i've got my opinion on those um i didn't really have them in a particular order but um i'll go number five here uh i'll go i hobied it number five rick rude ravishing rick rude and part of the heenan family as well kurt henning mr perfect uh both of them should have won it mr perfect should have taken it off hulk hogan hogan could have won it back that's fine whatever he's an asshole but Perfect was supposed to win the 1991 Royal Rumble until Hulk Hogan said, no, I want to win, and he made him lose. So he was eliminated. Um, so those two, uh, they, Rick Rude had a program with the Ultimate Warrior for a while but he, uh, for the title, but they, he never took it off him. Uh, it should have been a little bit bigger. Uh, number four for me was Ted DiBiase, a Million Dollar Man, Everyone Has a Price. 
He went to the finals of WrestleMania four and lost to Randy Savage for the title. Uh, and he was always in a program with Hogan or Savage for the titles, but he never got the big one. I know Andre handed him the title. That doesn't count. Um, so, oh, he had it. Andre was no. nice. So there. Uh, so the Ted DiBiase should have been bigger. Oh, my God. We just lost Jeff. Ah! <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, number three uh, for me. This one kind of surprised me. Uh, I knew that it was because he probably had substance abuse issues, and then he eventually left WWF. Uh, Razor Ramon, Scott Hall. That guy was huge in WWF uh, at the time. And uh, Intercontinental Champion multiple times. And uh, just never, they never put him over. They put Diesel over, but never Razor Ramon. Uh, he had the look. He, he looked like a champion, and they never gave him that, especially once he dropped his, once he became a good guy. So... Uh, number two, uh, Roddy, Roddy Piper. How come he never won it? Damn it. Fucking Hogan. Uh, you could I'll make, agree with you on that one. You can make the argument that he didn't need the title. He was over without it, but it would have been better for Hogan to chase him for the title instead of, uh, you know, always beating him. So, and he had great personality and everything. Um, only won one title in the WWF, WWE, his whole t- run was an intercontinental title he took off Mountie. Then he lost it to Bret Hart at WrestleMania 8. And finally, uh, number one, um, Owen Hart. Owen Hart. (sighs) Owen Hart. Uh, Had charisma, really came into his own. Uh, I was thinking when he fought Bret Hart at SummerSlam in the steel cage match, the old blue cage, uh, that he should have won it uh, at that point. Uh, Again, follows up with the chase thing. Everybody loves a good guy chasing the bad guy. And uh, Brett, uh, Owen Hart was completely over. And even when Bret Hart left WCW after that screw job, he was over and he was fighting Shawn Michaels. He should have had a run at that time, too. But instead, let's make you Blue Blazer. Fucking Vince McMahon. God, fuck you. Piece of shit. Uh, so there I you go. can't uh, believe you have a list of five people on there and Scotty Too Hotty was not one of them. Scotty Too Hotty is not one of them. Uh, I did have some honorable mentions. I had uh, Vader when he was in WWE at WWF. He was a huge monster. Big um, Van Vader. You, big Van Vader. You, uh, you have Scott Norton on your honorable mentions? He was never in WWF. I mean, you're putting all, you're putting all the wrong people on your WWF, list. WWF, not WCW. WCW. Uh, Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, not a huge fan of him, but he was over, and he was a good bag at the end. Um, and he beat up Doink. So everybody loves beating up a clown. Uh, and this one... Uh, Honky Tonk Man, you got Honky Tonk Man on you? He was a good IC champion, never a good... He wouldn't have been a good heavyweight. Uh, the other one was... Disco Gold- Inferno. You got Disco Inferno on your list. He was never in WWF! All right. He was at some point. <laughs> Gold Dust. Disco Inferno was. <laughs> Gold Dust. And as goofy as he was, he was at the time teaming with... Legion of Doom and a couple of those guys, and he was a good guy. And he, they could have made him a good, uh, good champion at that point. And it was out there because he was so weird and the character was weird. But Gold Dust would have been interesting at that time, especially since they were trying to be the alternative to WCW. Uh, and the only other thing was uh, this started because I started to do top uh, wrestlers uh, or mid card wrestlers that should have won the uh, Intercontinental title, and I was like. Oh, this IC title, Intercontinental title, is way too much history. I can't go through all this just to make sure. Because <laughs> Coco Beware and One Two Three Kid were both going to be on my list for those too. 
So there you go. There's my top five. You were gonna put the one, two, three kid on any list? Jeez. Ah, at the time when he first came on, not a six or X Pac or anything. He's an asshole then. But one, two, three kid would have worked. So no. uh, let's see here. Uh, bad idea of the week. Uh, number uh, one hundred and ten. Uh, spitting on your Uber driver and coughing on them. Don't do that. Just don't. The- does the wild card episode not get a uh, in memoriam nope. section? Nope. It's a wild card. Wild card. You know what, Brian? So in the in memoriam part of the wild card section. Go ahead, Brian. Real quick. Who you got? Uh, so this, uh, see, since in the last week or so, the this is uh, some people that we've lost. We have lost uh, Lou Ottens. He was the inventor of the cassette tape. Thank you for my my childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also uh, just recently uh, Isadora Mankowski. Mm-hmm. He was the Muppets cin- main Muppets mm-hmm. cinematographer. Yep. Oh. Uh, then just today was uh, Yafet Koto. He was in a lot of stuff. He uh, was one of uh, he was an alien. He was in uh, he was one of the main Bond villains back in like the early Bonds, I believe. Uh, Homicide: Life on the Street mm-hmm. was like one of the big like big like shows that he kind of got got famous for. Mm-hmm. But that was just today, actually. Yeah, I didn't uh, and then uh, we had uh, marvelous Marvin Hagler. Boxing legend. Good old yes. Marvin. Uh, his wife did come out today and said he did not die because of the COVID vaccine. So please don't spread that. That's what she said. Okay. Well, th- way to end on a down note again, Brian. Thanks. Hey, Jeff. Yes. So uh, I hired a handyman and gave him a list of things to do. Yes. But when I got home, only items on the list were one, three, and five. So it just turns out he only does odd jobs. <laughs> I I was expecting some two by four joke, so I didn't even get that. I didn't see that one coming. You know what's really nice is being able to just to tell a tell a joke to Jeff and not get made fun of. You know what, Brian? Not get ridiculed. You know, Jim. Jim. You know what Jim likes. Being able to tell a story without being interrupted. <laughs> what? Huh? No. <laughs> we love you, Blake. Uh, bad idea of the, or I'm sorry, uh, titles for the show. Uh, this week I had that mustard might not be good. No, ma- <laughs> no masks at the gym. I could stroke his abs. A prequel to Pete. Uh, the Twinkie defense. Uh, we broke Jeff. A paper pickle and Buckeye Chuck. So, anybody else? I just said I just had Jeff's mustard fridge. <laughs> oh, I like that one better. <laughs> I had Cuomo's defense. <laughs> uh, my candle has no smell. <laughs> idiot people behaving like idiots. <laughs> and diabetes made me do it. <laughs> uh, I had the Wilford Brimley racist. <laughs> may not be good um, what's that 
that may not go over well. <laughs> Why? Uh, we're we're really big with Wilford Brimley's family. Would not look good. Um, Sharon Osbourne also huge racist. <laughs> um, allegedly. No, it's not allegedly. It's it's very true. Um, those are the only two that I had wrote oh, down actually. Okay. I like uh, Josh. Dad has no butthole. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I like Jeff's mustard fridge a lot. I don't know why. And I like, what was the diabetes one? Diabetes made me do it. Diabetes made me do it. Jim, you got any ones that you like better? Any of those two are good for me. I like the mustard uh, fridge. Jeff? I, I'm kind of leaning towards the mustard fridge. Okay. Brian, that but, good for you? But I could go good uh, with either of those. Diabetes made me do it. Well, Jim came up with mustard fridge, and you know what? Jim has has not I'm, had a much love lately, so we're going to give it to him. I was good with either of them. Shut I up, was... Jim. I'm talking. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> okay, fine. Diabetes made me do it. Okay. <laughs> Great. Now I can tell everybody the episode should really be called the Wilford, Wilford Brimley Racist. No, stop it. <laughs> stop it. Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Walking dead to talking heads from comic books to TV sets. There's a history. Not so bad. There's the history. It's the history of bad. So bad. The history of bad. It's bad. The history of bad ideas. Oh, yes. You are listening to a hobby.